Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is the other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. You're such a shit. You know I'm <laughs> leaning over here trying to fix this. is going to be a very first I, world problem, but my cleaning lady didn't put my side table back together the way that I like it. <laughs> so I was trying to find my, my notes and my book and my things, and I was not ready. But then you just have to start. Recording and playing because you're about to fall asleep. Yeah, you made me watch boring wrestling for the last half hour. That was, that was one of the more exciting endings of a wrestling show I've seen in quite a long time. And you're over here like, oh, I'm tired. I need dry baby tears. Give me a, oh, look at me. I'm big baby Samantha. It's 10 o'clock and it's way past my bedtime. My pacifier's in my mouth, so I gotta go to bed and rock me to sleep. And but no, you gotta wake me up and we gotta record about a movie. This for this supposed to be for little baby, so I'm a big baby. None of the people who get that reference listen to this show. I don't care. I will never miss an opportunity to Big Baby. You shout out to former guests on the show, Tim Anderson and Matt White, the originators of the Big Baby, which is something you can't come back from. So just sit there, shut the fuck up, eat your candy, and allow me to continue opening the show. It is, what's today's date? <laughs> <laughs> it is June 14th, 2023. If you what day are... of the week is it? Wednesday. <laughs> if you're new here, we are married, in case you couldn't tell from that bickering chemistry. And we have a lot of movies. One of those two descriptions is accurate. Bickering? Yes. No chemistry. Great. Thanks. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> it's been 16 years. Uh, I know. It's been, it's been long. We've been together so long that if our relationship was a person... It could drive. I hate that. I, and I hope it would crash and die. Uh, <laughs> don't be mean to me, because I will always be able to be meaner than you. Don't challenge me. Don't yeah. fucking try it. But it only works if I give a shit, which I don't. Yeah. So. Um, so you, had a, you didn't have a good day. So that's why you're, and I, had, I had to find it. I was productive at work. I got some kudos. Nobody gives a shit. I'm good at what I do. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Excuse me. I am very good at what I do. Okay. Uh, Keep thinking that. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, I can always be meaner. And I'm trying to move on for the sake. You know, uh, the first rule of any improv scene is, Oh, just try to argue and fight. The audience is exactly wants to hear. No. Then what the fuck yes is the basis of shit. our podcast? The audience doesn't want to listen to people argue and fight. Then why do we have a show? To a certain degree. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not the first three minutes on the show. They're like, hmm, I wonder what they've been watching. What was going on in their lives? Not Nobody. suck my dick. No, fuck you. Asshole, cocksucker, bitch. Excuse me. I never said any of those words. You're vulgar. And it's disgusting. And also, no one cares what's going on in our lives. 
Oh, people are here for the movie reviews? Oh. <laughs> Got it. You mean, you mean uh, Siskel and Eber went on the air for 30 years because they were calling each other's wife's whores? <laughs> That's the oh, I'm gonna write that sketch. The movie review. That's uh, what you got. The write. movie review do of like, well, this past weekend I saw City Suckers two, the search for cool coolies, the search for Curly's gold. And you know what I couldn't find? Your wife snatch in my mouth. <laughs> two thumbs up. Uh, what <sighs> did we even fucking do this past weekend? Oh, I just what? drilled all over That's myself. Disgusting. Uh oh, we went to oh. Shout out to Jollibee. Oh, Jollibee. So Jollibee, the uh, the famous uh, Filipino fast food chicken restaurant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we have one in Orlando, about like an hour away in the, um, a, t- a totally different side of Orlando. Yeah, East Orlando. Yeah. Um, but it's over by, you know, some of the, the stores we used to frequent when we were living in our previous house. It's a little bit closer. We uh, had... Uh, some some chicken joy, and we had some uh, spaghetti. jolly spaghetti. Holy fucking shit! That stuff was delicious. It was so good. I hate how good it was because now I want to go an hour out of my way just to have it, as I'm trying to lose weight. Um, so we did that and just a bunch of other shopping on uh, on Friday, and then oh, I'm sorry on Saturday, and then uh, Friday we had a lovely dinner at Morton celebrating. Uh, Samantha lied and said it was our anniversary. So I we didn't lie. And we were dessert. celebrating our anniversary. And it's my favorite dessert. They have the best... Chocolate lava cake. Molten chocolate lava cake. That is my most favorite dessert. And they have the best one. And they do it so well. Mm-hmm. And it was to celebrate yeah. our anniversary. Then uh, Sunday, Jillian had a basketball game. And we argued for three hours about putting a box in our g- garage together. So our patio should Why do you say, like, it's one of those stores things? It's a Sunday. Because I asked you several times. No, no, I don't want to get into it. To read the directions. No, 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 no. And make sure I was looking at it the correct way. We are not getting into it. And you said, yeah, 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 whatever. And it was backwards. And it's your fault. We are not getting into it. We built it. No, I just summed it up. I just went over it. We so frustrated we didn't even bother to move the stuff that needed to go into it, into it. It's just empty. So if I get that down, will you do that this weekend when I'm gone? Fuck no. Cool. Uh, Also, don't forget on Saturday, I told you um, if you want to go check out that bed bath that's closing over in Fowler's. I don't know if I'm going to drive all the way over there, but we'll see. It's like 20. God, you're so fucking lazy. It's hard, though, because then I got Jillian. It's one show. She's like, she's difficult. When it's just me and her, she's difficult. Well, yeah, because... Yeah, okay. I'm better. Uh... <laughs> or she's scared of you. Hashtag always be meaner. Um, or she's scared of you. She's not scared of me. I'm okay. cool, and she wants to listen to me. I earn her respect. Uh... You know that none of those things are true. <laughs> you know that they're... She calls you Hong Kong boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I rest my case. Don't say it like it's a compliment. It is I'm, not I'm a compliment. Only, same thing that happened with m- mullet. Now honk, I'm Hong Kong boy. Bring it on. I'm Hong Kong boy. All right, I can't wait to tell them. That's fine. Okay. It's fine. Uh, we haven't watched much else because we did all that this past week. But I did want to uh, shout out something that we have been watching um, that plays into the show. We've been watching Muppet Mayhem on Disney+. And greetings and felicitations, everybody. Dr. Teeth here. And I am the star of my own show. I'm so verbosified, and I got my friends hanging out. I think it's a slam difference time. You enjoying me on the show? 
I prefer the other members of the mayhem. I, I'm pretty funny, if I do say so myself. I feel like I haven't been talking that much when I come around. But now that my you spot's like been blown up. You sound like a robot. What are you talking about? Beep, bark, beep, beep. Uh, oh, my band is cool. I'm cool. It's a fun time. Check me out. I get residuals, whatever those are. Who's your favorite member of your band? Me. <laughs> Aside from yourself. I'm only short when it comes to you. <laughs> I like talking to everybody but you. You don't even have a conversation with Dr. Teeth. You know how sad that is? I know, right? Oh, hey, I don't think we've ever talked to one another. That's, that's pretty cool. I didn't realize we could do that. That's correct, buddy. How are you? Nice to meet you. My name's Dr. Teeth. I'm Chris Mullen. Not a pleasure to meet you. All right. Well, you and me should just do this from now on instead of your wife. I think that's a great idea, actually. Cool. I can't do it right now, but maybe next time. What movie are you watching? Oh, we watched Speed Racer. Yeah, I'm good. You're not going to say anything to me? After all we've been through? I'm not Rush sure. Hour 1? Rush Hour 2? Who are you supposed to be talking as? Yourself or Dr. Teeth? I'm always myself. I don't know what you're talking about, Willis. <laughs> okay. Bye. Oh, boy. I'm so tired. <laughs> I don't sleep anymore. You snore. I don't snore. I put a thing on. That doesn't stop anything. Number one, what you right. put on your nose is like putting a tic tac into a volcano. And Look who's talking? You is don't with do Kirstie it. Because, Alley. You you don't do it because it wouldn't even work. I have to wear earbuds in my ears and turn the volume all the way up, and I still get woken up by your snoring. I don't. You haven't told me I've been snoring recently. I tell you all the time that you've been snoring. I couldn't tell you the last time you told me. You snore every night. No, I don't. Every single night. So do you. You snore every night, and it wakes me up. Mm -hmm. And if you're not snoring, then you're awake waking me up. You snore every night, and it's so I can't get to sleep. And then So you sleep in the other room? You sleep in the other room. No. I'm bigger. I should get the bigger bed. No, I... Make more money. I should get whatever room I want. I have better credit and make more money. Republican capitalist. I'll make more money. How we bought this house. Hmm? So we watched. (laughs) I just want to do anything to not talk about this show. We will get a full blown argument about wages, about sleeping, about life. You could stay here on the couch. Talk about Speed Racer. Yeah. Uh, which was the movie that we watched because uh, I nominated it. What was the other movie I nominated for this? I wish... Uh, I don't have my cards anymore. Do you keep that stuff? Yes. You do? What, what did I nominate that you didn't pick Speed Racer? It was another... Uh, I know I nominated... Sharknado. No. Are you... Do you have any idea what you're talking about? Red Rocket. No, no. This is for the Wrap It Up series. So this is something I nominated a long time ago, and you didn't pick it. Oh, oh no, I don't keep track of that. You, you yell and talk about me not listening, and you listen. You're just too stupid to analyze no, you just what you're hearing. your sentences and give clear Be present direction. in the moment and understand what's happening. Uh, I nominated this uh, with another movie that famously bombed in the summer, and you picked that instead. I could probably look at the list and figure it out. In a decent amount of time. Um, I don't know if that's positive or negative. So let me let me quickly look 
and I will just word vomit as I uh, try to figure it out because I'm good like that. I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. Remember Diggable Planets, the band from the Nobody mid-90s? knows what you're talking about. You don't know Diggable Planets? Who are you? How dare you? That's wrong. You are a son of a bitch. <laughs> um, oh, Wild Wild West. You pick Wild Wild West instead of this. Yeah. So, I think that uh, was an appropriate response. So I will read the box for Speed Racer. A spectacular adventure for all ages, says Dean Richards, WGN-TV Chicago, which I'll be this upcoming weekend. At that station? Yes, I'll just be going to the WGN-TV station. Start your engines and fasten your seatbelts for the high-octane adventure Speed Racer, combining heartfelt family humor and groundbreaking visual effects. Speed Racer, Emil Hirsch, is a natural behind the wheel of his thunderous Mach 5. With support from Pops and Mom Racer, John Goodman and Susan Sarandon, Girlfriend Trixie, Christina Ricci, younger brother Spritel, Polly Litt, and the mysterious Racer X, Matthew Fox, Speed takes on fierce competitors to save his family's business and protect the sport he loves. When Speed steps onto the track, <clears throat> it's not just a race. Mm-hmm. You heard my voice going, shut up. It's an adrenaline-fueled, high-speed charge to the finish. Go, Speed Racer, go! I was so worried, it's like, the, from the original animated series, created by, it's like, no! How do they know? Alright, so that's nothing for me. So this came out uh, when we worked in the theater, 2008, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but it was playing, did you work there in 2008? Or did you start in 2000? Yeah, you started in 2008. You started there way before 2008. No, no, because I started in 2007. And I wasn't working that much. 2008 is when I really started. Oh, yeah. Then when, when did Dark Knight come out? 2008. Yeah, that's yeah. when I started working. Yeah, but this was at the other theater. Um, and, and we wouldn't go to the other theater a lot because we were working so much, number one. Number two, normally, oddly enough, kind of what we wanted to see was at our theater anyway. And I wasn't a... Did you ever watch Speed Racer back in the... Um, what the, do you think the answer to that no. question is? Well, you surprise me sometimes. Sometimes. Uh... It used to be on, like, Toonami, and... Sure, but no, this was not on my radar. I, I, I probably Not watched, my tempo. I this probably is not my tempo. I probably watched a couple episodes just flipping through the channels and there not being anything on. I, I, I couldn't recall. I know the general premise of it. It's, it's a sure. racing show, and... Racer X is mysterious. I never knew computer. that his name was, his actual name was Speed. I, I knew that. Well, I, I didn't yeah. know that, so that was a swerve for me. Yo... <laughs> what a movie for you to not to tell me to stop swerving on. Uh, hint, here's a spoiler. Did not happen. Lots of swerves in this movie. Obviously. Uh, I was go I was going to get so like you if you would have actually wanted to piss me off. Had you been like, nah, I decided no on this episode, I'd be like, you're kidding me. <laughs> I think the epitome of it from a literal and a metaphysical and a spiritual any adjective sense in this movie. There were movie. twenty swords in that's this movie. It, that, not counting so any car swords. So this is how I not know counting again, no, the that's car shit. There's no way. Is twenty swords not counting the cars? Car swerves. Car swerves, there, there were like 40 car swerves. Technically 60. So you did count? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sucker. Uh, so this movie's interesting in that it's not, number one. But it's interesting because this has a significant cult following between in the like online 
film community as being now retroactively underrated in like this groundbreaking um, film in terms of it capturing that, you know, 60s, 70s anime style in live action and how amazing it looks and, you know, what it's trying to get at and some of its meaning and messages. And I think all those people are mostly wrong. <laughs> okay. I think this move. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I can kind of see what they're saying in yes. terms of the visuals and how it's live action, but it does totally look like anime with the juxtaposition of colors and the way that they shoot things. The it editing and the cinematography. It does give that total anime vibe and I, I, I get that. I will give this movie so many uh, hypothetical points because I'm probably not going to get at all the points when we grade at the end of the show for being as audacious as it is. I it's mean, and that's, audacious, the Waka- that's the... That's the the Wachowskis. The Wachowskis, Wachowskis, who at this time were the Wachowski brothers, brothers who are now, now the Wachowski sisters. No, just one of them. Nope, is. they both are. No. Mm-mm. Okay. I think it's just Larry okay. Larry became Lana, or Lana, um, and I'm pretty sure the Wach- they're just known as the Wachowskis now. Uh, oh, really? They produced Sense8, so I know both of them. Uh Oh, I, I did yep. not know the other one. I that was just I knew that one was Yes, one of them one of them was I knew Larry was Andy I did not know, but Andy is Andy hasn't necessarily transitioned their body yet. Or at least from the picture that I'm seeing. Oh, that's twenty twelve. Never mind. I'm totally wrong. I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah. So so yeah, they were the brothers? It wasn't like back to back, but oh no! Um, and I think that's I think that's why it yeah, messed me up. Was, yeah, yeah, it wasn't back to back that they both like transitioned and adopted that. Um, you know, went went through that uh, life gotcha. change. Cool, cool. No, no, no worries. But yes, they're now the Wachowski sisters, um, but they're just the Wachowskis. Right? Yeah, I mean, so, they they are always going to try to push the boundaries and limits of the project they're doing at. You know, and make it be at the forefront of technology and whatnot. And that's fine. And I think this movie is inspirational for that. To a point. Because, to a point, this looks like just like a fancy candy store come to life. This looks like... There's not a single shot, I think, in the whole movie where there's not some computer-generated image or green screen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just blasting your eye sockets. And it honestly makes it hard to look at it sometimes because it's just overload. It's, while we were watching the movie, which is also entirely too long, it's two hours and 15 minutes. For Speed Racer, that's just preposterous. Uh, we were texting former guests on the show, uh, Tom and Carly, about a plethora of things. And I said what we were doing, which was basically taking personality tests over uh, text messaging, um, that I'm fine to do this in this moment because we're watching Speed Racer. And Carly even said, like, oh, so you're basically getting visually assaulted right now. And I made the joke, that's basically manslaughter. Because it's it, it becomes style over substance. And the substance in this film, while taking some swings and attempting at some odd 
takes on capitalism and like sports culture is just totally wrought because the dialogue and the script. Look, this movie was just sucks. This movie was boring as fuck. (laughs) Okay, yeah, and it turns like you can't make Speed Racer boring. Like, like, yeah. There's only three or four action sequences. Sure. There's you figure the opening. So the opening takes forever because the other thing is it tries to do this continual nonlinear flashback Mm -hmm. structure that it gets, for lack of a better term, just annoying. So the movie starts with. Speed is this burgeoning, you know, young face who's tr- almost about to break his brother's record. And we see the history of the family and what his brother did and him growing up and what he wants to do. And we get it from the perspective of every member of the family and Trixie. And it's just, it's hard to auger in where you are from one moment or one scene to the other. Um, and then... On top of that, like we said, it's being edited and acted in a way that's replicating the anime style. So it's going to be it's it's very fast, fast and choppy, o- choppy over the top. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when you're trying to establish, like you're building the world that you're in. So okay, you've put me in that world, but you haven't given me like any opportunity to get my bearings with with what's going on. Right. And you're also trying to give me a backstory right. in the like layering in, which it is in. the past, and I'm in the present. Right, and in, and yeah, and it was hard to tell. Like, is this like a is this futuristic? Like, and is some of this like him dreaming? Because like there were also like these dream sequences that he had, yeah. like daydream sequences that he mm-hmm. had, and it's like hard to distinguish what was and wasn't, especially with like. The colorful, the colful sets and cars. Period. Throughout it, and also and he's in the, the middle. futuristic look of everything. Yes, the futuristic and technological aspects of it. Because in this race, I I couldn't tell if it was like a superimposing of his brother's race car. Right, like, was, was that like a to projection? It's a projection within himself. Is it a literal projection? Right, right. Like, can everyone see? Right, exactly. It, it, so, it, you know, I'm a person when I'm watching the movies, especially for this podcast, that I have my, my critic hat on and I'm trying to look closely to, to nitpick uh-huh. and have things make sense. And obviously I'm trying to do that for this, but I think... Like, uh, most people that watch it are going to, and most people are probably struggling because it's just so much. It's a lot. It's just a fucking lot. And it's nice they're trying to replicate that energy, and they're nice they're trying to replicate that style. But you have to give You have to have a story to support it. And the story in this movie just becomes this really odd, uh, like... Like take on capitalism, uh, from this this uh, tycoon or this how would you describe sure. Royalton? This yeah, like you know, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, this 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 leader of this conglomerate that's been you know part of this conspiracy for fifty years to rig these races, and there's all these 
criminals and gangs and gangsters. Yeah. And, the, and it just becomes like, it's like, I just wanted to see Speed Racer race. Yeah. And it, see it, some Spritel hijinks and Racer X is cool. And I want to see Chim Chim. I mean, Chim Chim, Chim Chim fucks. Chim Chim is the best. I want great. Chim Chim. Chim Chim is so good in this movie. Chim he's Chim actually is- on my MVP list. And unfortunately, he's not eligible. Why not? Well, because besides, if it's not Life of Pi, we, we, that's just not allowed. Um, but like, I, so that's like the first 20, 25 minutes of the movie is that first race and all the background of what everyone's going through. And then all of a sudden, like I just kind of introduced, it just cuts to this Asian driver and all these gangsters and Racer X like interrupting the scene. There are more action scenes in this movie but they're not races. You have that sequence. Then mm-hmm. there's like another fight sequence when they're in the Casa Cristo race. Then you have the fucking ninja scene, which don't get me started on the ninja scene. Oh, time for that That ninja. is a sure-fired worst scene of the year nominee. You, don't you mean Nanja? Ah, Nanja! <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give this movie an extra point just for making you laugh at that part. Oh, I didn't laugh at that part. Oh, yes, you did. I think it was ironic, but it was still a chuckle. I, it you was, went, no, you it was went, uh, <laughs> No, that's Something not like a that. laugh. That's, I can't believe I'm still sitting in this Especially because it was John Goodman who said it. Because he was doing so good up to that point. Um, was he? Did you have a favorite scene or Chim part? Chim Chim. Besides Chim Chim. Chim Chim threw shit at that guy. That was my favorite scene of the movie. So Chim Chim, look. Who is this movie for? Like what? Chim Chim. It's for the chimps. I hate you. When you get on something, you just don't let it go. The movie is rated PG. Okay. Which I think it's kind of a borderline. Like there's quite a bit of swearing in this movie. There's some... There's some dams, there's some asses, there's some maybe even a shit. Um, you know, it's it's cartoon, what does it have here? Sequence of action, some violence, language, and brief smoking. You know, there's no blood, there's no you know, yeah. real I mean, violence or like... action besides car crashes. And of course, any car crash, they make sure to clear up any well, injury because like they a, have that they have that bubble bubble technology, bubble technology that protects them. Yeah. Yeah. But so a kid is going to be interested in it because... Because of the lights and the sounds and things. The bright like. noises and the colors and the racing and the action. You know, our demo, our generation, when this movie came out, kind of the the uber millennials of, you know, the 18 to 34s and the 18 to 45s at the time Blech. are going to it's have some nostalgia. It's disgusting that we're in a completely different age bracket now. Yeah, have um, some nostalgia to it for... You know, watching it, this was one of the shows that was on all the time when Cartoon Network became big in the mid-90s. Yeah. Outside of the Hanna-Barbera world. Uh, And then also just, it's a summer blockbuster, supposed to be a summer blockbuster, and it's one of the more famous bombs and flops of the past 15, 20 years. Plus you have the added layer of it's the first project the Wachowskis did Mm post-Matrix. Granted, their name was tailing off because... Of the dwindling quality of those movies from the first Correct. one to Revolution. So, all that put together, and actually watching it, I'm just flummoxed as to what the finished product, their intention was 
for uh, yeah. for an audience. I, and it makes perfect sense as to why this did the business it did because any advertisement is, or any any analysis of it, there's no answer. This is the most boring, absurd movie That's I've ever seen. It, like, it's both. It's such a juxtaposition to me. It is both wildly absurd with, like, the... Uh, with like the Maltese ice caves and all of the different tracks yeah. and everything, and the heightening that happens with like the races and and the futurism and everything, but it is so because boring. It, it gets into the weeds on some of those like character yeah. and like plot points, yeah, and they make no real sense. And then on top of that. When the movie gets kind of serious and talking about that sort of stuff and dramatic, then we have where, where we got on this tangent in the first place, stuff like fucking Chim Chim throwing fucking monkey shit at the guy's face. And it's, and it's, it's, feels like a movie that every single person that was behind it got what they wanted. The Wachowskis got to make this visually stunning, you know, kind of, risky <laughs> box office pick. And then the studio is like, oh, but we need to throw some humor in there. We need to yeah. throw some of this in there. And the, it all kind of formed together yeah. and it just be somehow, this, this was, somehow became this boring. Was, this was my note. Like, they threw a bunch of shit at the wall. <laughs> the no, they <laughs> picked up everything that didn't stick and put that in the movie. Mm -hmm. And then threw it in the guy's and face. And then threw it in the guy's <laughs> face. Like, that is... Exactly it. it. It is like the sequel doctor come to life. Like oh, yeah, This yeah, wasn't yeah. even a fucking sequel. No. It's just like the actual movie and everything is just in the movie. Yeah. And you're right. It's like, you know when you mix all like the different paint colors together, you get like a grayish brown? Mm -hmm. That's what this movie yeah. is. There's just so like when Royalton, when Speed gives Royalton his answer... Rilton goes on a legitimate, like, five-minute monologue with flashbacks in it, or flash-forwards in it, showing Flashbacks you... and forwards. There was, like, some history stuff, and then there was some, some yes. here's what's gonna happen So there's flash-forwards, and you're like, wait, is this stuff actually happening right, at, or once no, it's done? Right, like... So that goes on forever. It was difficult to, to determine. And but then, and then it's talking, like I kind of mentioned, giving you, you know, these motifs of what it's actually trying to say and it just bogs the movie down and you're like, oh yeah, we haven't seen a race in like 40 minutes. Yeah. And it's fucking Speed Racer. Yeah. The only thing to watch is the overwhelming effects and the bad dialogue. Yep. There, there's not a single conversation in this movie between two characters that sounds like how two people actually fucking talk to one um. another. I think there was something, uh, maybe briefly, between Speed and Trixie in the car. Oh, no, that's that's actually the first thing I was talking about. I have no idea what that, like, romantic scene was supposed to be like early not that, on. Not that one. There a was later a one? one? There was a different one, Because that, that was the one I really started to be like, yo, what the fuck is this movie? Because they have a scene where she's kind of complaining that he hasn't really had time for her, or their status is ambiguous, even though it's blatant that... They and are then he's like, oh, I'm going to kiss you in front of everybody. Yeah, and not you, you wait scene. until the very last moment that's of the movie not, where you actually get them to see. That, that's not the scene That's the scene I'm talking about, about where it's like... That's not the scene I was talking I'm about. I'm so confused as to what I'm supposed to feel and what I'm supposed yeah, to feel. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think my favorite scene was between um, Spritel and Chim Chim, to be quite honest. That conversation was one of my favorites. So, 
I was so I initially wrote Spritle down on my LVP list because LVP I was like, because I'm like man it's just gonna be this annoying fucking side character I kid. I completely disagree. He's not my MVP either. He's not the MVP, but he but is not the LVP. Him and Chim Chim give the movie like that summer movie side character funniness. They that, give it that's yeah. needed and that alleviates it, and they have I good agree. rapport. And good chemistry with everybody yeah. that they are in, whether it be exactly. his parents, whether it be Speed and Trixie themselves, whether it be any of the villains or any uh, of the any of I the agree. the situations he gets involved I in. I agree. It, it that shit actually ends up working, not like uh, this ninja fight. So the fact that that scene came from the people that made the fucking Matrix is one of the most preposterous things I've ever seen in my entire life. It is filled with fucking world-defying logic. It's filled with all this bad, corny action humor and sound effects and fucking, uh, not just sound effects, but fucking visual effects that it's, when you ask a parent when they're taking a child to go see a kid's movie Mm -hmm. what they want to avoid, it seems like that. And it's Mm -hmm. in the middle of this, like, espionage plot plunked in the middle of this fucking movie mm-hmm. that you already don't understand because they're leaving things ambiguous between characters' motivations and ideas. Mm-hmm. You, fucking you, you, start, you kept hitting me. I'm angry. Oh, yeah, you kept, like, <laughs> when I'm angry, I like to hit you. On my leg. You were um, like emphasizing and it kept hitting my leg. It was bothering me. It, it just... Get the fuck out I was of here. so mad at that scene to the point where when John Goodman is pizza spitting a guy above his head and then calls them nonjas, I was just like, yeah, well. I, it was one of those, I'm going to hit the triangle on the PlayStation controller, see how much time is left in the movie. Yep. And I didn't actually do it. Uh, and then the movie just keeps fucking going for another like 45 minutes because they're in the middle sure of another does. race that Trixie all of a sudden is driving. And I think the other problem I had was... The movie was escalating in terms of how much shit it was throwing at you visually. So the editing is getting more frantic because the races are getting more frantic. Yep. And the dialogue. So there's literally all these, I, I don't know what the technical anime term is for them, but you know how in an anime, you know, you have the character's profile come from one side of the screen and there's all like the lights and effects and shit. And I just dropped my pen down the couch. And like you're seeing that happen but with human beings, like from one side to the other, rapidly, while they're having a conversation from one car to the next. And it's just, what? <laughs> you turn into Tim Allen after a few moments of it happening so much. Um, I, I, And then the end of the movie just becomes boring again. Like, there's no real drama or anything to it. It's just noise and a f- sense of wanting it to be over. Because all the building of the car back and all the preparation behind it, of course, in this movie, you know what's going to happen. Like, that's... You can still get there by... There were 60 swerves in the movie. <laughs> you can get by with it being a predictable kids' action cartoon-based, you know, whatever movie, intellectual property movie, but you can still use music and editing and effects to make it feel 
suspenseful and make it feel like this climax and this crescendo. And this movie just doesn't have that. It's just another race that speed kind of wins easily. Like, there's not really... They don't set up any of the people on the actual track to be this, like, big, villainous overcome, except that cannonball guy who had 10 seconds, two hours previously. Mm-hmm. You're just having to cut back to Royalton watching the race and yelling and being obnoxiously British some more, um, reacting to it all. And, and you're also still reeling from the, the, the swerve of Togacon, you know, bringing them in on the race, but then you actually selling them You never had that file, out. man. What? Didn't have that file. Did, didn't have that file. Um, but then him kind of still being okay with them because... But then Swerve, the sister, brought, brought him the, the invitation. You know what? It's not often that I do this. Oh, you're going to let me read all my Swerves? Just, just for the people at home that they never have to... Watch this movie. Let me. I want you to, without context, just number one, number two. <laughs> give me every swerve he got. All right. Well, remember forty from beginning of them? to end. Forty of them. No, you said twenty. Forty of them are. The, I'm gonna. Say oh yeah. Forty of them are the cars. One through forty, actual cars swerving. Forty-one. Swerve. Susan Sarandon is the mom. Never mind. I regret this already. <laughs> that's your first. That's not a swerve. She's like fifty-eight years old. Can I tell you, I purposely put that on. You suck so much. Because I was really hoping you would let me read all the swerves, since this is a car, a car show. I feel so fucking used. You're duped. I feel my second swerve. I feel I don't care anymore. I feel the, like a prostitute the, being thrown money in the morning. The dude's name is Speed because I never knew that. I thought it was just like maybe the name of the car, but it was the dude's name. This is worse than watching the movie from beginning. Swerve back. Rex dies. You didn't think that was gonna happen? Yes, I, did, I knew about it in the yeah, context but of the come show. Come on, man! Very, I didn't know. Racer X. Rex, it's so obvious that it's him. I don't care if you change. I was like that too. Oh, I got facial reconstructive surgery. Yo, that was my last note. I was like, dude went so far as to get facial plastic surgery to hide his identity. Get the fuck out. Oh, wow. What a surprise. God damn it. What? It's just terrible. Oh, I know. The whole, the whole, no, no, you're done. But then, Um, but then Swerve, the CIB. (laughs) Swerve, he sneaks out. Swerve, he was watching the race. Swerve, Racer X is Rex. Swerve, no, it's not. Swerve, a ninja. More like a ninja. And that wasn't a separate swerve, though. Swerve, it's Trixie. Swerve, chim chim shit. <laughs> That's my favorite swerve. Swerve, Togaha. <laughs> Also, because I do my serves in all caps, so it does not autocorrect. I hate how funny you think you are. <laughs> it's so funny. There has never Back been a bigger... Back said that he didn't have the file. Swerve. Racer X is not Rex. This oh, is the that, biggest see, that insult was, I, I did that you. a second time. You are the Max Landis Swerve, the spear hook. I don't know who that is. Swerve, the spear hook. Swerve, he spoke to the car. <laughs> What do you think of that part when he spoke to the car? What do you need? <laughs> I was 
so bad. I'm, I'm shaking with anger on the insides. I have to take a shit. My, my stomach hurts from laughing so much. Good, good. I hope, your fucking, <laughs> I hope your fucking titty falls off. Oh, and then Swerve, Racer X is Rex. I'll give you that one. <laughs> um, the end of the movie drives me nuts because not even I'm not even talking about him talking to the car. So what do you? It's not Keanu Reeves. <laughs> That's uh, what it, it was like. Keanu Reeves doing a Gran Torino impression is that one line in this movie? Like that's Emil Hirsch had it nailed to that. I not wait. Do it. To what? Do Keanu it. Reeves doing Gran Torino? But saying what do you need to the car? No, I'm, I'm doing the other thing. No, say it, say it to the car. Get off my lawn. <laughs> no, say it about the car. What do you? That's what it sounded like. Uh, so Speed's issue with his brother and not wanting to do the same thing is very, very good. When he's getting ready to leave and how he how he talks to Spritel. And then they're just fucking hurt by more bad scripting in the scene with him and John Goodman. But, like, the climax of the movie, of him doing that, and then as he's, like, in the final straightaway of the race, the climax is literally just a recap of the moments we've already seen to this point of the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's just him, like, again, in his imagination or his daydreams or or whatnot reliving these quotes these moments that we've seen yep. in the past present and future mm-hmm. but also presently and in the future I, the time is of of no essence or in a circle in this in this movie and then and then he just wins and then we finally get the Trixie kiss but not before we get the fourth wall break with Chim Chim and and Spritel Saying like, oh, avert your eyes. We can't see you fucking kissing. And then we get a fucking bullshit, not even an epilogue. All the looses are tied up by like three quick newspaper articles. Mm-hmm. And then the movie just fucking ends. Yep. <laughs> it's like, what? That's how you end the fucking movie? Because we had to spend five minutes on the reveal of, oh, it actually is his brother. Which everyone fucking knows it's his brother. No, it was, it was actually three swerves worth. Uh-huh. Like you thought it was, but then he was like, no, it's not. But then it was, because he got facial reconstructive surgery to hide his identity. So let's get into MVP and LVP. And then he still wore a mask. Wait a second. He still wore a fucking mask. I'm Batman, but I don't look like Bruce Wayne anymore. I just fucking realized. I... Oh my god! And here's the other thing. Why did he have to wear a mask if he got facial well, reconstructive think, surgery? So if I had to, yeah, guess go on, take a gander. Because of his work in the CIB, that's like his undercover attire, and he never established another personality or another identity. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Why that I, is. I don't know. Why I tried there. There. The uh, most you're right. absurd thing. <laughs> Yo, well, I'm gonna wear this mask to protect my identity. So. People, you know, don't go after the people that I love and care about, but I'm also going to reconstruct my face so nobody knows who I actually am. And I'm going to pretend I'm dead so nobody even will go after the people I love anyway. The Racer X has always been like this character that I'm just like, I don't get this at all. Like, you're cool. Well, I also don't get Matt, Matthew Fox's okay. like portrayal of it because Matthew Fox. I, I thought he was very good, like initially as, as Racer X, and then about halfway through when like he reveals himself to not be Rex, but he actually is Rex, and speeds Rex to Doom, he kind of all of a sudden becomes like this like happy manic character, and it's like why is this happening? I thought that 
the guy who played the younger Rex was so much better. Yeah, I thought he was fine. So much more charismatic. Matthew Fox was just boring. So Racer he X didn't do anything. Racer X is not inherently this like charismatic I, character. I it's don't give a mysterious... fuck. I don't care. You establish Rex as this charismatic person, and then you have like the most vanilla, vanilla person yeah. filling in. It's it is it. Doesn't, did not make sense to me. I was not... I'm not a fan of Matthew Fox. I also did not particularly like him on Lost either, but... I never... I really... This is my first reel besides we Vantage wa- Point. We should watch Lost. No, I so do not want to fucking watch so you Lost could, ever. So you can see. I am see. good. Um, so I had him initially... So this is one of the hardest MVP and LVP movies I think we've ever done because there are so many instances of characters, I think doing a good job, but then later on or earlier, it's just having moments super where... Super inconsistent performances because, overall. Because they're, because of the material they have causes them to kind of totally change their deal and what they're doing. So ultimately, the people that I'm really going to champion for each are people that I think that from beginning to end did the job the same and that was either a good thing or a bad thing. Because, like, I had Matthew Fox on my MVP list Oh God! for no. how well I think he embodied Racer X no. in the first half and then the second half, absolutely not. Same thing with like I said with Spritel earlier. Initially, I'm like, man, fuck this kid. And then later on, I'm like, where the fuck Spritel go? I want more Spritel. Same thing for MVP. I had John Goodman because I thought he was a, a good balance of silly and serious. And then it just became more serious than silly or when it was silly, it was not in the appropriate times. Yeah. So, who do you have for MVP? MVP? MVP. Let's start there. Um, I think it would be Susan Sarandon, to be quite honest. I think she was what? super consistent. She didn't do anything! Yeah. She had, like, two scenes of dialogue. Sure, and they were better than any she of the other scenes you talked about. I, I'm going to say no to that. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you my picture in a second. The reason why is because... I don't have her on either list. If I had to skew one, I'd say more LVP because of everyone in this movie, I think she wasn't doing anything that indicated that she was trying to be in Speed Racer. She's being Susan Sarandon. Like, I don't have Christina Ricci on either list either, but there's many scenes in this movie where I feel like she's being Trixie and kind of playing up the anime style with some of her facial expressions and her rapid vocal delivery. Susan Sarandon is just Susan Sarandon. Look, and you can't really go wrong with that. No, but in this, you kind of can. My vote for MVP would be Roger Allen, the guy that played Royalton. What, are you kidding? <laughs> All right, so we are far, far apart here. A poor man's Tim Curry. Of course he will, because Tim Curry had a stroke and he couldn't do this movie, probably. I... I still think he did really well. I think he was a good, over-the-top passionate villain that gobbled up the scenery that looked actually delicious because of how colorful it was. All right, we're going to have problems here if, if we're... Was he on your LVP list? Yeah, I did not... Oh, boy. ...think he did... I, I, I totally disagree. I think he did a poor job trying to do this role like Tim Curry would do this role, and it, I did not... Like it at all. I bought it. All right, so let's come back to MVP then. Let's try LVP. Who do you have for LVP that's not him? <laughs> okay. Who do you have? I have a little list. Uh, 
Emil Hirsch, probably. It's Emil Hirsch for me. I think that as like his, the main as the main character, he like, was the crux of boring in this movie. Like any scene where he had to act in a moat, he was just being Emil Hirsch. And when you're the lead, like Susan Sarandon can get by on that because she's the motherly figure. Her scenes of of dialogue is being motherly and being a little bit more dramatic. For Emil Hirsch, he's having to react to things. He's having to uh, be happy and angry and and sad and and whatever else it is. And he's just in a totally different movie. He is in the PG-13 studios directing you in everything you're doing version of this movie. He is not in the Wachowski's vision of this at all. He is he is flatlined in this mm-hmm. movie. So yeah, so he was my number one pick. So I think we're unanimous here. Other ones on my list. I think I'd have played Sparky. Just awful comic relief. I don't know why the fuck. Oh yeah. You had that guy there for. Not, you never did got not appreciate. You never got any that. sense of what his deal was, and he never did anything that made me care about it. I also didn't like the woman who played Heroku, uh, Tagu Khan's uh, wife or sister. Oh, it's a sister. Okay, I thought it was a wife the whole time. It's a sister. No, it's a sister. There you go. Um, I just she was very very bad in every time that she spoke, particularly when she brings like the certificate to race, which you know that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, this piece of paper says you have to be in this race. She just had absolutely god awful delivery. Um, but yeah, I think it's Emil Hirsch. So we have the yeah. LVP settled. MVP. Let's go back to it. Um, I can't give you Susan Sarandon, and you're not going to give me Roger Allen, right? So right. now we got to settle on something else. Uh, so let's go with Christina Ricci. I think she's fine. I don't think she's... I mean, let's just do Susan Sarandon. I, I can't give you Susan Sarandon. I can't. If I didn't have it on my list... So the people I'd written down were John Goodman, Royalton, Matthew Fox, which is on it, and I had Chim Chim. It's not. Let's just go chim chim. It's not spritel, right? It can't be spritel. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't think it is either because he's just too. I, yeah, I just I, I can't. I can't do it. You made an interesting point about the guy that played like the the younger Rex. I liked him in his scenes where he had this kind of subdued charisma about himself um, where he played a good older brother. He played conflicted really well. I, 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 I could I could fuck with that if we didn't have anything else because um, there's really not anybody else. I mean, Richard Roundtree is okay as the, the racing commentator and former champion Ben Burns. Um, Hiroyuki Sonata is horribly under valued in this movie um yeah I, if if you're not gonna give me roger allen then that would be where i went that's where we're going scott porter okay that is that this you, goes to you show can, you can nominate him for should have been mvp for the oh, no, I don't care that much yeah <laughs> you could waste it i was gonna say you can nominate scott porter for worst mvp because i you, absolutely you will do that too uh, as we are halfway to the 2023 Mullet Awards already. Because it, uh, it, it is the middle of June. So we are almost halfway. The end of this month would be would be there. Um, so yeah, so I want to just get into some of the, the financial... Uh, you know it's a good movie when on Wikipedia the sections for production or development, pre-production, casting... 
filming, music, and animal cruelty incident. They hurt Chim Chim. They hurt Chim Chim. One of the two chimpanzees used in production was originally beaten after biting a child actor. A spritle. I'm guessing he bit spritle, yeah. So it was placed on their unacceptable list, chiefly because of the incident. In a separate case, where five piranhas died of unexplained causes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What happened on the set of Speed all right, that completely changes my point of view of the movie. Yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves was offered the role of Racer X, but declined. Henry Rollins was also offered. That makes no sense. Uh, Trixie was offered to Rose McGowan, Elisha Cuthbert, and Kate Mara. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Shia LaBeouf, and Zac Efron were considered, but Emile Hirsch won the role. All of them would have been so much better. I can see all three of them absolutely crushing this role compared to Emile Hirsch. Yeah. Um... Uh, so, the movie made uh, $43 million domestically. It's one of the harshest financial dowries in history. Uh, production costs were estimated to be over $120 million, but they still were thinking of a sequel up to a certain point. And, of course, it just didn't make fucking sense. But now it's this ironically beloved movie. That I just don't fucking get. Uh, oh, also, I forgot to mention uh, another reason that we can add to Emil Hirsch being an OVP. He's a piece of uh, shit uh, that was convicted of being a domestic abuser. So, fuck you, you, fuck Emil, you Hirsch. Emil Hirsch. I never have liked you. Uh, you have been bad at everything I've ever seen you in. Because um, I saw The Girl Next Door, and I did not like you once upon a time in Hollywood, and I did not like you in Milk. So, I hope. You have an awful Christmas. <laughs> but you're a meal hurt, so you probably don't care. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, anything else on Speed Racer? So the Wachowskis, I mean, this was kind of it. Well, no, they did stuff after this, but it's all... They did Cloud Atlas, they did Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, yeah. And they did the next Matrix, the final Matrix movie. Yeah, yeah. And they did Sensei. And Sensei, which I know you're a fan of. Yeah, that's a big cult show. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that, that I'll give them that, I guess, at least. Did he, I'm curious how they did review-wise. Did how Sensei like did? Yeah, it was good with reviews. Oh, yeah, good very review. good reviews. Didn't it, uh, didn't it get ended before, uh, oh no, they did, they eventually did do a finale, right? They got a Yeah, movie. they did like a movie recap, or like a final recap for it, um, yes, but it, I mean, it was a super expensive show, because it was shot in like eight different countries around the world. Oh yeah, they, they never and, do anything cheap. Yeah, yeah, so it was, you know, but it, the story and... Everything was, was really wonderful, well done. But, um, yeah, ended too early, but, you know, still got closure, at least, for the most part. Cool. Good, on good, it. For, good mm-hmm. for them and everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's score it, I guess. Yeah? Score sure, it? Sure, sure. Um, so I initially nominated, so you would score first. Oh, gosh, that's a... Terrible. Um, I'm going to give this movie a three. I'm also giving the movie a three. Yeah. Um, it's, like I said, I, I give it points. I can appreciate the, how it looked, and they made it look like the anime. 
Got it. Mission accomplished. Mission there. accomplished. Check, Ev- check. Everything else in the movie needed... Needed more work. And even some of that needed work because yeah. it became... Yeah, it became too much. It became detrimental. It, it, it was too saturated. Yes. Yes. It was... It was... I have probably said this six or seven times at this point, but I mean, it was overwhelming. Where you lose... You, it crosses the threshold of suspending your disbelief. You are disbelieved. <sighs> you you cannot believe how much you are suspended in this movie. <laughs> um, so a three for Speed Racer. All the people that put this up on a pedestal are insane. Um, so this was from the can't pick list, which means we got to pull up the random number generator there. So a uh, programming. Tomorrow, we have watched Sideways. Tomorrow, we are recording with Maddie and Rob Sideways. It'll be next week's episode. And then after that, we are going to start plugging away at the Fast and the Furious franchise. But we will probably, before then, either have Birdemic, my nominated movie, or we will now have another Wrap It Up movie to fit in there because we purchased Creed 3. Um, right in time for it to start streaming, but we also was right in time for it to be part of a, uh, a DVD sale, Blu-ray sale. So I got a bunch of new things that are going to be in the, uh, in the, uh, the old randomizer to, to get picked. But, um, so we might watch that sometime soon. So that'll be changing our schedule again. This poor schedule that I've made is just getting battered from all sides. Can you rub my foot? It hurts. No. <laughs> my foot hurts. Can I go to the nurse? No, Jeremy Sisto. Uh, so I need you to pull up the random number. Got it. It's a, uh, zero. One and one oh nine. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. It is number ninety-seven. Oh, it's easy to find. Oh my god, how did that happen? What is it? It's another Wachowski movie. Are you kidding? It's Jupiter Ascending. Oh my god! Let me hold on, let me just triple check. Yeah, so that'd be 99. Yeah, it's Jupiter or something. Oh, I hate you so much. You're the one who bought all these movies. Because I love you, and you're like, I wanted to see that. Well, I did want to see it. Now I have to fucking sit through it in six weeks' time in between this movie. Isn't Mila Kunis in it? Yeah, and also also Maybe she'll show her tits. Yeah, and Channing Tatum has some weird goat boy in it, too. Okay, so maybe he'll show his dick. I don't know. It'll be a fun movie. watch Magic Mike. It'll be a fun movie for both of us. Do we own the Magic Mike movies? No, we don't. Well, that's a problem. We should probably fix it. Oh, Jupiter Ascending. Oh. You sure? Did you read that number right? I just, I just refuse to believe you can read a number. Oh God! Well, hopefully, thankfully, as of right now, we won't have to watch this until like the middle of August. Oh, good! Just in time. <laughs> so I'll just keep pushing it back. Just in time for what? For you know, all of our TV shows to come back. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's gonna suck so bad. God! Oh! I you hate, know, I hate when it's a movie. That you did. <laughs> what was what? Because because it's your bad taste. Your favorite thing was like like what you said before when it was the two movies you had to nominate. It was like you're just gonna torture me with terrible movie choices. Look, 
I don't have to do that and make a big show of it because it just naturally happens. What? Naturally torture you. I have to see what I picked that wasn't Jupiter ascending. Hold on, something oh, it was something else very bad. Of course it was. Masters of the Universe would have been up against another bad movie. Um, oh, okay, so Book Life would have been... I can, I can trace this. Hold on. I need to come up with a better... Better system for this. I don't know why you don't just write them both down and cross one of them out. Fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) This would have been okay. That was that. So that would have been. No, it would have been Drive. Nope. Oh, Pleasantville, probably. Mm, No. I I don't have the answer. Maybe. Yeah, because. Midsommar won that. No, that was that. That was that. That was that. That was that. Yeah, you wouldn't nominate The Revenant. It had to have been random. I don't fucking know. What did you nominate? Or was it Crazy Rich Asians? What did you nominate with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? You're not even in the right year. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It would have been Parasite. Okay, so what was... Um, tell me the movies after Parasite. Sing 2, Drive, The Revenant, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, it's probably Ready Player One. Yeah, I think it was probably Ready Player One. God, you have such bad taste in movies! Thank you for listening to this episode of Married Movies, despite the fact that Samantha has bad taste in those movies. I've got bad taste in movies and in men. In marriage. I'm going to put my pen down your cleavage. That's weird and (laughs) gross. Oh my... This is how frustrated I am! Can you finish the plug so I can do the sign-off and take a nap? Before, while this is uploading? Can you take a nap when we're doing the podcast so I don't have to hear you talk about swerves and then then hear you nominate two movies and me have to suffer through both of them eventually? Oh, wait. You just said you wanted to hear my swerves? No. Facebook.com slash Married Movies at Married Movies on Twitter. Married Movies at gmail.com That's what you think of the show. Rate, review, and subscribe if you forget your podcast. Uh... Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio for bonus content. At your host, Mullet38 on Instagram for me, for you. At Jay with your Sam. ArcadeAudio.net slash Podbloggle for my retro wrestling diary. There won't be an entry this week because I've been too fucking tired and busy to type. Oh. But the show's already watched and I'll do more when I'm back next week because you won't be here. Thank nice. goodness. Thank goodness. God, I cannot wait. Um. <laughs> You're so mean. I'm going to make you rub my foot. I'm going to miss Jillian. You're an asshole. Rub my foot because no, it really does hurt. No, I'm going to stab you in the foot. No, don't stab me in the foot. It really hurts. I think I broke my foot. You didn't break your foot. How do you Samantha, know? you have no fucking threshold for pain. You're kidding, right? Outside of I giving birth. I pushed a baby out of my vagina. When they gave you drugs to handle they it. They were wearing you off. You are They were wearing such, off. If you broke any bone in your body. God forbid, never. I it have would never. be one of the worst days of oh, my please, life. Just Chris, having to listen you. have to a you. runny nose and you're the biggest fucking baby in the world. So shut the fuck up. Okay? How dare you? For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'll catch you next time on the couch. Slash the movies. Just me. I said, I'll catch you. Me only. Because Mullet will be sleeping in his new bed, which is going to be the couch. Catch me on the couch. How about that? Was that supposed to be a clever reference? uh, That bad bad baby girl who I thought was Bad Bunny for like the first two years. (laughs)
I thought Bad Bunny and Bad Yo, Baby were the same people. <laughs> don't tell people that shit. Oh, no. Tell Jen people. that tomorrow when you have lunch with her. Oh, no, she Jen will... knows that. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. that oh. came out at work, and I think it was Justin was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I, didn't know that. I didn't know that she was Puerto Rican. <laughs> He's like, no, Bad Bunny is somebody totally different from Bad Baby. And it's like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, great, yeah, okay, I knew that. Did, did Bad Baby ever get in the wrestling ring? No, but she was outside. (laughs) Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.